I'm hey, a- Spliff Master, does your arm fall off yet? Yeah, so I guess, uh, Geezy, you know, welcome to Hashtags and Headlines, ladies and gentlemen. Today is January 25th, and the only reason I give the date this time is because that happens to be the day of my birth. Now, Geezy, let's just start here, because, like, I'm not one of these people that, like, not saying this is a bad thing to do for anybody, but I'm not one of these people that has, like, a million Facebook posts about, oh, my birthday is coming up, and... Oh, my birthday is today, and I don't warn people that my birthday is coming. Are you are you of that mindset that you need to make it clear, like your day your day is like Christmas, and you need to build up? My fucking birthday is at least a week long. Really, I'm petty as fuck about my birthday. Do you think has it always been that way, or was says it says Happy Birthday, Vilites? You are closer than ever to death. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much, Ricardo. He's not wrong. I mean, we get closer every <laughs> every day. Well, just, and especially hitting that 30 threshold, it's definitely a, an eye-opener. And then 31 is even like, a, oh, shit, I'm not even just 30 now. Like, I'm 31. I've had experience in the 30. So you make a whole week. How, how do you set it off? Do you, like, make a mention? Or do you say, hey, like, hey, wrestle, uh, world-class pro wrestling is going to be in Dallas this weekend. We have to go. Like, how do you start dropping hints? Like, oh, we're celebrating my birthday. It's start so my birthday this week or this year is on a Thursday, so I've taken Thursday Friday off of work. So, so you Thursday, know, yeah, you already know. I had somebody today like say, "Hey, uh, happy birthday!" I go, "Oh yeah, it's my birthday." Like I'm on that level. I'm <laughs> no. not. I do not know that it's my birthday. Uh, most and then of the that time. whole fucking week is like, "Oh, can you do it? It's my birthday." Yeah, <laughs> like I have never. I almost left early today. That might have been my one sexy birthday thing, but. I, w- I went the whole work day. Maybe three people said happy birthday to me. Like the ones that knew, knew, and they were excited. Like, it's your birthday. They were women. And yeah, so they were excited for the birthday. But even like my boss wasn't there today. My my coworker, Carlos, was like looking over my shoulder at my text. He was like, is it your birthday or something? So people <laughs> found out it was my birthday, but it wasn't like I had made announcements or made preparations like my birthday is on a tuesday and the other problem with my birthday was i always just coincided it with something else like uh my birthday was wfs says you missed tony d catch grimes leg and do a t-bone toss plex on your birthday my birthday would have been so complete i see i need to watch this nxt geezy thank you so much everybody in the chat maddie spice spliff master tylaw uh for all of the happy birthday wishes i appreciate it but yes, Zach. So you're you like you have the plans already mapped out. Like this is your Christmas. Like Jesus gets Christmas, you get this day. No, I get the week, bro. You get the, the whole week. That's insane to me. I, I just have never <laughs> lived that way. I was even looking up uh, biblical reasons for like birthdays, and apparently there's only like two birthdays in the Bible, and it was like Pharaoh and some other piece of shit. Like the only people that celebrated were like the evil tyrannical people in the Bible. But I think that it didn't. <laughs> Nobody else was really celebrating their birthdays, but they were the only ones that had power. And they were like, no, my birthday, you're going to have to massage my feet for six days. Like their, their stories were intense. I don't do any of that. So maybe that's the difference between you and me is you're more like Pharaoh. I'm more just like a surprise. Like, oh, yeah, birthday's happening right now. Yeah. I, well, I they didn't have fucking calendars. So how would they know what their birthday was anyways? Oh, they had to mark it down somewhere. Somebody kept a two. Somebody kept some sort of like a what are those called? A tally marks where you do like four lines and then the one <laughs> diagonal. That way you can just, just count. count every day. What yeah. if you lose count? Five, ten. Oh no! You know, well you just keep going as if like, <laughs> I, like at work I have to make a certain amount of dials, and if I lose count, I just like oh, I think I made five and just scratch them out. Like yeah, I got five. 
So, <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Your birthday is coming up. My birthday is in. We're in it. This is it. This is how I'm partying tonight. I have a Coca-Cola Classic and a mini can. Look at these mini cans, Geezy. These are like the new things. If people finally like are giving up on the 12-ounce cans for soda, I get annoyed when people are talking about, uh, oh, I like the seltzers because they're in a more narrow can. Who likes yes. that? Nobody likes that. No, they're too top heavy. They're too tall. They're easy to tip over. Is that what it is? You spill it easier, like because I've wondered why that's like a selling point. Like, is it women like universally have narrower hands, so they're I like this skinnier <laughs> one. Like it's more dick shaped, and it's like oh, this is easier to manipulate. Um, Could be. I mean, my my dick is much more like a coke can than a fucking seltzer. Mine's more like a TV remote. It's definitely not a good remote. So yeah, we're not. We can move on from that. But either way, uh, yes, today was my birthday. I went to work, and that's the other thing. I've never really taken my birthday off. I've just kind of lived it. I I used to have to take uh like the end of the winter semester in college was always now like January would always be like the finals. So I'd always have like a four hour test on my birthday. Like my birthday never had unless it was on a Royal Rumble or an AFC or NFC championship. Like that was the only time like my birthday was fun as if it was on a weekend and it had to be a Sunday because it was either Royal Rumble or football. So all these other days that my birthday lands on, it's never like, Oh, now I will. I am happy that my birthday is this far away from Christmas. I think it's the perfect amount of time. Uh, I get 31 days. It's like a whole month. You got time to re restock up your cash and, and give me shit. Like I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate all of that stuff. So, but no, amazing day, amazing day at work. Had an amazing dinner at Texas Roadhouse. They never let me down. The service was incredibly slow, but it didn't didn't bother me one bit, Zach. So all, all in all, greatest birthday of my life because I, I was easy. Uh, nothing crazy happened. I didn't go to Laughlin and get locked out of the hotel room. So yes, <laughs> it was amazing. Well, good. You didn't throw up behind a dumpster either. Did that feel? How long ago was that Laughlin trip? Because that was so. For those who don't know, because you and I weren't doing a, a discussion nine to 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> that was definitely one of my first times. Like I was in Laughlin. We were at, a, was it? La yeah, we were in Laughlin. We were, Laughlin. At, we were at a hotel. I was just at the bar drinking, just going for it because, <laughs> because I think I had a temporary ID and they wouldn't let me gamble. So I just had to like sit at the bar because the bartender didn't give a shit about serving beers as long as I had the temp ID. So I was just sitting there just drinking and drinking and drinking. Go back up to the room. You were passed out for some reason. That hooky thing that goes on the door so that pimps can't bust in and shoot the room up. <laughs> that was on, so I couldn't open the door. <laughs> so I, I had like a couple decisions. Like, do I just sleep next to the door? In which case, <laughs> which case I thought I'd be waking up by like police officers. So I made the the very smart decision to just make a lot of noise until <laughs> you and, and your wife opened the door. So, yes, that was a good birthday, right? That was great, man. You you were so hungover. Was it going there you were hungover or coming back? I think it was going back. I, I had even asked, like, let's get a late checkout. And you were even saying, we already tried that. If we stay any longer, like, if you you said <laughs> if we stayed past 11, it would be, like, another 280. And I was like, let's yeah. fucking go. <laughs> and I don't remember what we were doing. Like, I just remember throwing up a lot. And we stopped at Del Taco. It's, so it's, yes. it's a Del Taco and Needles. <laughs> right off the 40 which is like it's the stop on the way to havasu and you got you had to get out and throw up behind the dumpster yes i had to just throw up i've had a lot of weird 
Do you remember we went to Morongo and we were, you had to be there. I think Don Blanco was driving and we were chugging like four locos on the way there. And I had this weird moment where I just, I went to take a piss and I had my first ever and only shart where I just (laughs) sharted. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And I looked at my underwear and I was like, did I just shit my pants? Like I'm not even drunk. I just had like a one and a half, four locos and I was drinking them fast. So, you know, it hadn't hit me yet. And I was like, what the fuck? So I just threw my underwear away at the gas station. I was like, well, moving on from these. <laughs> going commando to Morongo. So, oh, amazing time. Yeah, I, like I, when I think of, and that was obviously, I, mean, I wasn't even drunk, but I remember that was probably one of the most drunks I've been was in Laughlin. Obviously that night where we were chugging gin and uh, I was fucking passing out and taking shits on the curb. That was another really wasted night. I thought I thought that night you drank a 30-pack, or is that a different night? It was all one night, but the, the, what tipped it over. <laughs> so we were drinking at the pool, which became one of my favorite things to do. I, I might be <laughs> the most white trash-like person ever because we lived in Southern California. My favorite thing to do was to get a 30-pack and just hang out at the pool all day. Like, just yeah. be there, sun up. Like, we didn't care whose pool it was. Like, we would even... It would be like a random, like, hey, me and Stoltz don't own a pool. We we would call, like, Chris Allen. We Does anyone have a pool? We're going to your pool. Caleb, we're coming over. Ty, we're coming over. We needed Evan. We needed to find a pool so I could just sit around. And there was some times where we didn't have a cooler, so we would just literally cut the top of the box off and pour ice all over <laughs> it. And, yes, we would just be day drinking, getting wasted. And then by the time we would go out, we were we really wouldn't even need to drink anymore. We'd be so fucked up. And that one, that one night, the the unspoken night that we keep talking about. Yeah, uh, I started chugging gin, and that's what made me fall backwards. And, and <laughs> like if I would have hit my head, I'd be dead. But I didn't hit yeah. my head, so I survived. But amazing birthday! That, that I'm trying to think, that was a good birthday. Um, all my birthdays are typically pretty low key. Like I don't really, I'm not like Tyler Perry was a summer birthday, where his birthday was always St. Louis Carnival when we were kids, and then it evolved into. Uh, just going to clubs during the summer. It was just different. Like my birthday was always winter. It's always in the winter, Zach. I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, just change it. Why can't you change it? Well, hey, you can change anything nowadays. So you might as well yeah. change your Split birthday. Splitmaster Sexy says I should a rock solid softball out once. I had to grab it with a bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Spliff. That was before the vaccine. Now that he's vaxxed, it's going to be coming out swimmingly. Because yes, I've had some weird shit too. Where you look at it, and you're like, that's not what came out of me. Like I didn't shut. <laughs> I didn't shit gravel. Why? Why did I? It felt like one solid log. Why does is it there look a rabbit in there? What yeah. Happened? Why does it look like I sprayed the the toilet? So I I don't understand. So yes, amazing time today, uh, Zach. You weren't having an amazing time last week though. A lot of people were like, "What happened? What happened to Zach? Is he okay?" So you got now. You, now keep in mind, everybody. This is a man who has one dose <laughs> of the Moderna vaccine, the bad one, the myocarditis vaccine, and. You got the coronavirus 19 and also got the flu at the same time. Who does this? How did you do it? Influenza B and coronavirus. I mean, I know exactly why. The the Saturday before, we went out, saw Scream 5, which was great. Okay, good. Went out to the fucking bars all night till like I had to drag my wife and her friend out of the bar and carry them into the house. My wife's friend had covid and tested positive the next day so monday i had a little bit of a cough tuesday i was 
sick. I had a fucking headache, body aches, fever, cough. Wednesday, I had like a little bit of cough and I was fine. I'm of the mindset if you don't get tested, you don't get coronavirus. Like, like I you, got tested on Wednesday. But you even say like I had a cough and it's like, you know what? I would just hold my cough and like <laughs> I'm at that point because everybody's so everybody's so certain that they have it. And this was me at the beginning of the pandemic where it's like, I don't feel well. What do I do? But here we are going into year three of the pandemic. I'm like, okay, guys, like you have a cough, you have a cold, you have body. Like I get body aches all the time. All right. It's because I'm, <laughs> I'm stressed out. And you guys are making it worse. So, Dude, I have had so many worse times of Rizzo being Grit sick. Bano says you guys better not die on me taking booster vaccines. I'm so skeptical about I this booster. Boosted. I'm not getting ever boosted now. I got the real booster. Well, you since you got COVID, your antibodies are probably fucking nuts bro dude through the fucking roof well and i even read something because you know i'm going to Ho i'm going to hawaii uh in th like three weeks and you know i was even looking up can i get my boosty this is a couple weeks ago can i get my boosty early <clears throat> since i'm going to hawaii and all the scientists and all the doctors are like no nah, your body <laughs> needs to build up natural immunities with the with already the two doses that you've had you don't want to get too much of it because then you're going to like, I was like, this sounds like the fakest bullshit ever. It sounds like I shouldn't have gotten any of this stuff. The way that we're, your body should build natural immunity. Well, why did you make this virus? This whole vaccine thing is stupid. And I, I love when I do talk about it with people who are really pro vaccine. Cause I'm not, I'm in the middle. I don't give, I, I got it. Okay. I I've been double shot. <laughs> I, I don't know about get, about getting the boosty, but I, like just talking to people who are really pro vaccine. I just keep saying, why didn't they just make a vaccine where you can't get it? And they're like, they don't make vaccines like that. I'm like, mumps, measles, rubella. Uh, you, you can get a flu shot every fucking year. There's these, there's these vaccines that you can get that prevent you from getting specific diseases. So why would we spend all this time and, and do the an emergency use vaccines, which never sounds good. Like emergency <laughs> use should be like for paper plates. Like, oh, well, we're out of regular plates. Uh, these are the Christmas <laughs> ones, but I guess we'll use these. Okay, emergency use. Like, I, I don't really think it's wise to inject what emergency use. Put it in there. Like, <laughs> put, it in. put it in me. Like, I, I don't think that that sounds wise whatsoever. <laughs> but here I am. Uh, but, but that's the thing when I argue with people, they all say like, well, you know, we never were told it was going to be this kind of a vaccine. Like, no, we definitely were. And, and even if we weren't. Why wouldn't we? Why would we not make that kind of a vaccine? Why are we wasting our time building one that's like, well, it kind of lessens your symptoms. I don't want that. I want one that makes me so I don't get coronavirus. It kills it as soon as it enters my body. <laughs> my body kills the virus. It actually makes me stronger every time I contract it. Like, why are we not working on vaccines like that? Well, dude, I will say. So my wife was with us the whole time. My wife fucking was making out with her, basically, and she didn't get it at all. So it was She's just fine. was it just you who got it? Just me. Nobody else in my house wow. got it because everybody's fucking had it. Oh, so yeah, you didn't have the your body didn't have the natural immunities, and you only got one dose. Can you imagine if you had all three dose? You would have been stronger. <laughs> I'd be dead. Well, and that's the other thing is people are getting this third boosty, and I had a coworker who got it and. Uh, he was fine the next day, right? He's, hey, no, no symptoms the, next, the day after that. And he's totally good. Like day three, four, and five, he just was 
like not not at work, not feeling well, hesitant to come back to work. It felt like he had coronavirus, and that's it. Just seems like that's everybody. Like my cousin just got boosted, and she's the same way. Like it took a few days for her to say she's not feeling well. Like a lot. It's it's it take maybe it's a delayed reaction, but I am at the point where I think I just agree with you and with with Rogan and everybody else. Like you know what? Let's just get it. We're 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 pussyfooting around here. We're finally getting rid of mask mandates. We're getting rid of vaccine mandates. This is just something that's going to be around forever. You better get it. You better take care of yourself, which is the other portion of this. I love that doctors are mad at Joe Rogan for telling people to exercise and eat right. Like that's <laughs> essentially what he was saying at the beginning of this whole thing was all these, you know, all these fat people who are out of shape, who smoke and drink and have nine comorbidities are just waiting around wearing a mask, waiting for a vaccine to come out. Like, oh, I'll be safe once I get this. He's saying, no, why don't you get yourself into shape so your body is ready for this shit? But doctors are so against him, Zach. So, uh, yeah. I That's think what I, I fucking did, dude. I had lost a bunch of weight during COVID. See, and I did the opposite. I put on like 30 <laughs> pounds. Like, I legit, they closed my gym, and I didn't realize that I loved the gym that much. They <laughs> they made it like, oh, DoorDash. Like, we had the Dash Pass, so pff. Dude, getting fucking got to use that. Yeah, getting enchiladas delivered once a week. I felt like we were definitely not doing <laughs> what Rogan was saying, and I hate, I hate, hate, hate going for walks. I don't like running. I like to lift heavy things, and I, I was I, running marathons, bro. Yeah, see, I hate that. I don't like being outside that much. I'm learning. Like, I'm learning that. <laughs> like I like being like outdoors and drinking and swimming. But as far as like exercising, like I don't want to exercise outside. Like, I always need a toilet nearby. If I, if you didn't learn anything from my four loco shark story, I don't know when it's gonna strike. Right? It's like Cobra Kai. So I I, I need to make sure that I'm working out near a water fountain, near a toilet, near a defibrillator. Like I need all this stuff within arm's reach. So I thought it was ridiculous when they closed all the gyms and they were like, buy a gorilla bow. It's like the dumbest thing I've ever done. So how you're in Texas. How long did they close the gym? Fucking they two were, weeks? So Anytime Fitness apparently was open the entire time. And that's eventually where I ended up signing up. And it's a little more expensive. And some of there's a lot of them everywhere, but they're kind of small. They're really small gyms. I liked they going, like Fitness 19? Smaller. Smaller, smaller than Smaller? Yeah. They're like little – they're like CrossFit boxes just kind of thrown in. Like you can go to a – like there's a Marcos pizza and then next to that is a anytime fitness. There's a, like, it's literally a weed shop, a Asian food store, anytime fitness. It's small enough to where it just blends like Rima's liquor could be an anytime fitness. Like that's how small these things are. There's and some of them have more shit than, than others, which I, Oh my gosh. The one in grapevine is fantastic. Cause it actually has like a CrossFit rack kind of deal where, you can have four squatters slash bench pressers slash incline decline slash deadlifter slash overhead press. Like I needed that because the other one I was going to in Irving was it was one squat rack, which was also the bench press, the incline, the decline. It was everything. And then if you if you went at the wrong time, there would be like this group of people not going to tell you that they were all Asian and they would squat for like an hour and a half. Like they would take turns squatting tell just talking to each other in Mandarin, doing more sets of squats, talking to each other in Mandarin, doing more sets of squats. Like it would never end. So that gym never closed. I was going to, I was working out at the time I was working out a 24 hour fitness and dude, all of those closed. Like it just, they, they shut down any corporate gym LA Fitness, 24-hour, they all had to close because 
if your corporate headquarters was in California or one of these, you know, one of those liberal places, they definitely were like very precautious about this whole thing. So yeah, it drove okay. me nuts. And I, I remember when you got, you were going back to the gym, like you were in an empty gym by yourself. Like people were still like afraid to go to, go to the gym. Not at any time fitness, baby. There's always a couple like people that are wearing. TWFS says. He said it. And so, some people. <laughs> he says. Dakota says whose birthday is. It's me birthday, Dakota. I'm 31 years old, Zach. The immortality is becoming more and more real. When does it hit you? When do you realize you're an adult? Um, I, Do you have a mortgage? Renter, baby. Are you guys renting? Oh, you're still renting? Kevin said happy birthday. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Dakota. I think it's just when you have a kid, dude. Maybe that's what it is. But I have the kid, too. And, and here's, here's what I mean. I'm still, when I'm at work, I feel like I'm still the kiddo. Like, I feel like I'm still the youngling who, and maybe I have this baby face. I can't grow facial hair. Uh, by the way, the mustache is coming back. I shaved it today, and I felt like, oh. It's a map stash. The map stash will return. I had a big meeting at work today, and all I could think about was, I wore a suit today and I was thinking all I can imagine is they're going to take pictures of me in my suit and I'm going to have like this little pedo map stash. So I shaved it, but it's coming back. Okay. It'll be back. I can't wait. Thank you, Rizzo. So I, I'm like, dude, I am fucking. So I'm over it. I I'm back to normal. I'm doing everything. I've got COVID. I made it. I'm fine. Oh, that's what I'm We're telling fucking people. Doing it. Yeah, like I that whole concert that everybody was freaking out about in Vegas, the one <laughs> we were young tour. Every like one of my coworkers was like, "Aren't you worried about COVID?" I was like, "I'm double vaxxed." I'm I told you, so I'm out there to licking assholes now. Yeah, I am so ready to it. go. I'm like unbelievable. Like nothing gets. I'm going to Hawaii, and I've never been afraid of this thing. That's the other weird portion of this is I think people were legitimately. Like terrified. Now in the beginning, yeah, if I had like a fever, I thought I had it. And then they were like, no, <laughs> no, you don't have a fever. And then I'd say, okay, well, what the fuck do I have? But my doctor, the doctors didn't want to see patients who didn't have COVID. So uh, I remember, yeah, not liking it then, but this whole time. And that's the other thing is like when I run into somebody who's like, oh, you guys don't wear a mask. And I go, I have not worn a fucking mask <laughs> for like two years. Okay. You've been wearing everyone else who's been wearing their mask is getting COVID. So they're clearly not working. I love the, <laughs> if the whole mask thing worked, if the whole social distancing thing worked, that whole two weeks to slow the spread would have worked. We'd be done. And China would have never had it. So dude, this thing was so made in the lab. It's a, it's a weapon. Like we all know it. There's emails of Fauci saying we can't tell the public that it's man-made because then they won't trust scientists. It's like, do we already don't trust you? We <laughs> because all, of those fucking emails. We don't trust. I didn't trust him when he was throwing the first pitch out of the at the Nationals game, throwing it to the first baseman. Like, dude, why? Oh, when he wasn't wearing his mask up in the fucking seats. Too? Well, even before that, when he threw the ball like a little bitch, I was like, nope, fuck this guy. He doesn't know anything about science. Because even sports, even baseball, you know the trajectory. You got to throw the ball. You know the motion. You know how to throw a baseball if you're a scientist. I'm calling it now. I don't believe the eggheads enough are like, oh, we're the sports ball. No, they still know how to throw the ball, Zach. Yeah, I, dude, do you get a fucking five-foot gymnast out there that can throw it to home plate? Well, speaking of five-foot gymnast, what are your thoughts on the, the NFL postseason right now? Like, It really is like <laughs> the most fun I've ever had without the Raiders involved. Because uh, last week I really did just want to bitch about the Raiders being eliminated because it really – like that whole, that whole play where, you know, Tyler Boyd's in the back of the end zone and Joe Burrow's running out of bounds and they, they blew a whistle and Travis Moe stopped playing defense because he heard a whistle. 
But Tyler, that's bullshit. But it was so late. But Tyler Boyd did not stop playing offense because he didn't care. Now I agree with. Now, first of all, the Raiders had so many missed opportunities. It's not like that play mattered that much. He was going to score on that play anyway. He wasn't out of bounds. Uh, but, all, yeah, and also the whistle was during the the ball was in the air. I don't know why they blew the whistle. <laughs> I don't know what the whole idea was on that. I love that that officiating crew is no longer officiating games this postseason. I think that's fantastic. But I just thought watching that game for the Raiders, it there's such a difference when I watch that team. Now, I know this is very exclusively – for Raiders watchers. And there's a Raiders podcast out there called state of the nation. It's like the worst podcast. Cause <laughs> like two of the guys have microphones and are doing it seriously. I think the other, one of the guys is on like color cast, like Kevin, will know what I'm talking about. He's just on his iPhone. Like, yeah, so by the way, I think, um, <laughs> I think, the, I think the Raiders got to stick with Derek Carr. Like Derek Carr, he's just better than anyone else. Like Derek Carr is better. Like, who are they going to get? Like, who are they going to get? So listening to that, I just kind of thought, what the you actually fucked your microphone up now great i can't hear you oh really like at all how about now <clears throat> uh, now it's coming back okay thank you oh lower this part you did something dude yeah i don't know it's this core it's this microphone i think i don't know what it is something well is it sounds broken. exactly how you were trying to make it sound oh really right now it does <laughs> Sounds like you're a mile away. Hold on, let me do this. How about now? Oh, it sounds worse. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? You did what you were trying to do. You made it sound like Colorcast. Yeah, this sounds just like Colorcast. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. How did I even happen? Whoop. Go ahead, Zach. You talk while I work on this. Dude, I don't know. Uh, so, the playoffs, though, I'm not fucking interested. I Maybe the Rams. I could go for the Rams because I want Matty Stafford to get a fucking... I want him to get a ring. Why? But, dude, why? Why is everyone suddenly like a big Matty Stafford sympathizer? Like that's I've the... always been a Matty Stafford. No, when he was a, when he was a lion, nobody gave a shit about him. Nobody like like that's he was a, a fantasy baller, dude, for two or three years. But I, it just blows my mind what? now. But it just means like right. I, what I mean is right now, this incarnation of Matt of Matty Stafford. I just don't get it. Is it because he's on the Rams? I don't like the Rams. That's probably what it is. I don't like yeah. I don't like when the teams that have Odell Beckham and the teams that have uh Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald and uh like the, the Jalen Ramsey and now they got Eric Weddle, which is kinda hilarious. But <laughs> like all of these guys that they have, it really just seems like, oh, that's not fair. You guys built like this super roster. LeBron James and Dwayne Wade got together to win a Super Bowl. I never like when that happens. And Matt Stafford, even though he's not really part of that, like I wouldn't put him on a level with a Von Miller, with an Odell Beckham. But just seeing him, I don't know, just seeing that whole squad together, I don't know. I don't enjoy it. That's not what I like. Dude, I, I – well, who do you want to win then uh, that are still alive? Well, Fucking Cincinnati? Yeah, kind of. Well, and, and that's, that's what's weird is I hated – when Cincinnati won, my initial Raider fan thought was, "Well, they better win the whole fucking thing." Like that's that's how my brain that's how my brain worked. It was, "Well, okay, they better win then." Like that was all I could think. And here we are now, and I, I definitely can see. 
like why I would want them to win because they're almost like the Raiders now in the postseason. Like when they beat the Titans, which that first play when Tannehill's throwing an, an interception, like what are you doing? Why are you why are you putting him in that scenario where Derrick Henry's like just back and I know that oh they're probably expecting a run. We better throw it. Like I know <laughs> I know that's exactly why they did it the way they did. But just play the hits, all right? We 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 came to see the Rolling Stones. Give us give us satisfaction. We don't want to hear their experimental bullshit that nobody's ever heard of. So it was just weird. Like, why would you start the game that way? And they just never figured it out after that. Like, it was just easy for the Bengals to. Now, obviously, Joe Burrow got sacked a million times, which is probably what's going to happen this uh, this weekend. But I don't know. I I find the whole thing a little fishy. Uh, but I, I want the Bengals to win that matchup. I think the Bengals and the Chiefs, it's just the, there's gonna, no way they're going to beat the fucking Chiefs. I know, but there was there's no There's no way San Francisco has a chance against the Rams. Oh, San Francisco already beat the Rams. I, and that maybe that's what happens to me every year is if I'm on this cuz I remember multiple years Saints and, and Packers are the one and two seeds. They better play each other in the post in the NFC Championship <laughs> and then they would never get there. And it seems like this year it was, wow, like both the one seeds are out. Like this is a weird world that I'm in, and now I'm rooting for the underdogs. Now I'm like, I want to see – I'm ready for Niners Bengals, baby. I'm ready for Boomer Esaias and Joe Montana rematches. I'm like – for me, that would be the most interesting. I don't want to see Super Team Rams who weren't that good all season, and I don't want to see Super Team Chiefs who – like what, are we just going to hand them the trophy every year? I would love to see the fucking Bengals, but I, they don't have a chance. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's the Bengals, and in our entire lifetime, we've never seen them get to a championship game. So I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Like, I can't imagine them being in a fucking Super Bowl. Well, no, it's definitely true. Like, we've never, ever seen that. And <laughs> and we still probably might not. Like, there's tr- a strong chance that, no, I mean, obviously, come on. It's fucking Bengals. They're not beating the Chiefs. That could happen, but I just I, – I think watching these games, especially watching them and the Raiders, I was annoyed, but I still liked that it was those two teams. That one felt like the most evenly matched. The other postseason games seemed so stupid. It just was weird. That that Patriots game was really weird. I don't know what went wrong other than Mac Jones threw some weird interceptions, and that weren't all his fault, but it just felt like the Bills were – the Bills had the playbook. They knew. They were just fucking rolling. They knew what Bill was trying to do. Like, that was, we already, we played this game. We know how it's going to go. We'll get this <laughs> thing figured out. It was so strange. And it was it was like the Manning Super Bowl where he lost to the Seahawks, where they're down by six touchdowns, and I'm still watching it going, no, 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 it's Belichick. They'll figure it out. It's Come on. <laughs> it's Belichick. They'll get this ship righted. And it was a really strange and sad game to watch. So going into this week or this this past week in divisional round, the games were a lot closer. Clearly, it was a lot better football, and now here we are going in the in the championship rounds, dude. I'm ready. I'm thinking that the Bengals can pull this off because the Chiefs did play what seemed like a harder game, and we got a lot of film to watch. Dude, I let's go Bengals. <laughs> I don't want the. I fucking hate the Niners though, so I'm fine if they lose. I hit I'm the down, Niners too. I'm down for Rams Bengals. That'd be the weirdest Super Bowl I can remember. Oh, we would frame it so perfectly though. Los Angeles, the big city. And then it would be like 
Cincinnati, Ohio, on the border on the border of Kentucky. Like we could really frame it. <laughs> this would be an amazing wrestling match. I would love to watch Cincinnati versus LA. Is it Is it at SoFi? Where it is, is it at cool? SoFi. Yeah, it is at SoFi. They were going to close businesses and churches again, but they were going to have the Super Bowl. <laughs> so luckily they've kind of lifted all the vaccine mandates. Starbucks has lifted their vaccine mandate. And yeah, we're back to normal. Don't worry. We got a Super Bowl to have. Would that that be two years in a row? Yeah. The home team has a fucking Super Bowl. Well, I think technically the Buccaneers were the away team. I forget how that works. I think this, I mean, it was at their stadium, yes, but I think they were, I think the <laughs> NFC was the away team. I don't know how they frame, they frame that. Who, who gets the coin toss is pretty much what it is because I think they just <laughs> rotate it now, right? They don't do like, the whoever wins the Pro Bowl. They don't, get, they don't do anything like they <laughs> Remember, baseball would do that. If you win the All-Star game, you get home field advantage in the World Series. Yeah. Which, wow. Like, that was a good idea, but then it's like, wait, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, like, it's, it's I know we want to make these games interesting. The Pro Bowl is never going to be interesting. Like, football. How do, they, how do they do it now? I think it's back to just conference. Best I, record? I thought, oh, how do they pick who gets the coin toss? No, who gets home field advantage in the uh, baseball? Oh, in baseball, it's best record. Yeah, if if... If the American League has a if the American League team has a better record, it's they get the four games and, and vice versa. Which makes sense. I mean, they were the it's like in hockey winning the president's trophy. Like if you win the president's trophy, you have the best record throughout the entire season. And that should be worth something. So yeah, you yeah. get you get home field advantage throughout the World Series. Well, uh, before you move off baseball, did you see fucking Barry Bonds today, dude? What happened to Barry? Is he doing all right? He's not dead, is he? It was his last chance, and they shut him out of all the, the fucking Hall of Fame. All the Royd guys got kicked out, right? Yeah. Um, it was him and... Clemens, I think, was on there. Yeah. Yeah. There was, they both didn't get it. There's a bunch of Royd guys. I don't... I, That's fucked, dude. Barry Bonds was so good. Even before the Royds. Royds. And yeah. I don't... And you know what? I think... I don't know. The Royds are fine, I think. I kind of... I've kind of gotten over that stigma. Like it just Pete Rose needs to be fucking in there too. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the issue with all Hall of Fames. Like the WWE Hall of Fame is a joke too. Like that's the other thing is, like we, there's sometimes we take the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame doesn't even have Deep Purple. So yeah, there's definitely like every Hall of Fame has its quirks, and I guess this is going to be baseballs. You're not allowed to bet, and I guess with Bonds, yeah, he did. I mean, he made himself gigantic, you know, with with the roids. Same with McGuire. Uh, but I don't know. It just seems like they were so good at baseball. <laughs> they were so fun. Yeah. And we didn't have the – and were, were they testing it? Wasn't this the league's fault too? How did it get this bad? Didn't they make baseball great again? Oh, I was loving baseball when I was a kid. I mean, Mark McGuire, like the big league chew, and you would just look at the guy's forearms. You're like, how do I do that? <laughs> and you didn't realize it was steroids, but it was you still – You just put lotion on your forearms. Oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to be just like Barry Bonds. I didn't know what was in the lotion. Oh, but either way, yeah, Bonds and no. says steroids don't matter in baseball. It's a boring game for children. Exactly. So we should take <laughs> the steroids. We need them. We need them. I love baseball. I know it's not as entertaining as as anime, Ricardo, but I love it so much. I sometimes I need a boring thing. All right, I watch wrestling. I watch. Uh, I watch Cobra Kai. I watch anime. Now did that you I finished Cobra Kai, yes, I did. I was so excited. <laughs> I finished it like the like the Monday night before you and I were going to talk because I was like, well, I got to finish this fucking shit. And I did cry. You were correct. I cried. Dude, holy shit. And my dad was even like, I didn't cry. What the fuck are you assholes crying about? How do they make you feel bad for Crease? 
Oh, I didn't cry during that part. No, I know, but oh, okay. I, didn't you fucking feel bad for him? Oh, They're yeah. so good. That's like the best part of the show is they take Johnny Lawrence, the fucking bad guy, and they make him your favorite character. Then they take the fucking villain from the whole thing and you, they make you feel bad for him. Yeah, well, I think this show has really opened my my eyes to nobody's really the villain. Like it's it's yeah. now. I mean, now we have a new villain, but this is by the way heavy <laughs> spoilers in the next five minutes here about this because we have been wanting to talk about this anyway. So uh, this is definitely the the grounds for it. Uh, for those who listened to Raw's fourth hour last night, I learned a lot about season six of The Sopranos. So right now you're all going to learn a lot about season four. Is this four or five? Four. Season four of Cobra Kai. Because I agree with you, like, even, this was the first season, I think, where I kind of realized Daniel LaRusso is kind of a piece of shit. Like, I oh, always yeah. I always watch this show kind of just being on his side because, no, well, no, he's the white meat vanilla baby face. He's the good guy no matter <laughs> what he does. And after watching this se- like th- this most recent season, I kind of started to think, what a condescending piece of shit. Like, <laughs> you know, oh, well, Miyagi-Do always beats Cobra Kai. Do we need to run it back to 1986? <laughs> you know, it's just this weird, like, dude, you beat him, like, once. Let's settle down a little bit. Like, You were getting your ass kicked all throughout that year of high school. Let's stop pretending that – and you joined Cobra Kai, by the way. So let's not pretend that you, you know, oh, Miyagi-Do always wins. And, and you tried to take his fucking girlfriend. Yeah. Right? Yeah, when you look at it from uh, Johnny Lawrence's side, yeah, obviously. He's like, who the fuck's this guy? And <laughs> I, I kind of agree. So you do – this show does a really good job at – like even this season, Tori Nichols is so likable and you just feel so bad for her. She's just trying to hold down a job and Sam is fucking with her at work. Oh, it's – Yeah, Sam's a fucking bitch. Yeah, Sam's the worst. And I'm just waiting for someone to choke her out. And Anthony LaRusso is the same way. He was bullying that kid. That was the hardest stuff for me to watch, by the way. I almost could not watch it. <laughs> I just was like, I don't know if I want to be a part of this. Like, I really. T- he was I- the biggest dick. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, such a big like, dick. By far. He's a fucking asshole. Well, and, if it, and you know, by the end, like, you could tell what they were setting up. Like, well, look, it's his friends. He's being influenced by the wrong crowd. And I love that. I think that's a great, you know, I think that's a great, like, you know, little little story here. Like, oh, we, he's redeemable, okay? Everybody just settle down. Everybody's redeemable in the world of Cobra Kai. Tori tried to punch Sam with, like, spiked brass knuckles. So, okay, it's all going to work out. Trust me. And <laughs> I, I think even the Anthony LaRusso trying to apologize, and then the kid was like, fuck you. High school's going to be a nightmare for you. I'm literally going <laughs> fuck to- Fuck you, Cobra Kai. Beat the shit out of you every fucking day of your fucking life. Now, Anthony LaRusso does deserve that. He definitely deserves an ass-kicking. But, I mean, you know, he didn't deserve a year long of torment. So, I, like, How did they get the milk in his locker, though, is what I'm wondering. Uh, I don't know. Good question. I, I like all the high school pranks where they, <laughs> they do these insane – because there's little slits in there for why – why do the lockers need to be ventilated? What's happening there? Is it just for, like, gym clothes? we got to have little slits so it can be vented? Yeah, it's got to be – what if it's raining out? You put your wet jacket in there. It's just gonna magically you know, open that fucking thing up. It's a sauna in there. It's gonna be just dry in the 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 wet dark, <laughs> the wet dark walker. Oh, Kevin with the Randy Orton body in my face. Randy, look at Randy. Come on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Thank oh, you for the mandate. Joe Biden joined <laughs> some ice cream. Do you hear him call that reporter a, a stupid asshole? Or what do you call him? You stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I don't. I fucking hate this guy so much. 
Yeah, well, and it's funny because when he does things like that, I want the internet to be mad at him and erupt, but I know it's not going to happen. It's just the small conservative Poor circles kids that are, are just as bright and just as talented. As white we got to hydrate from Dakota. It's just the small little circles that I kind of follow and run in, where I do see people shit on this guy. But other than that, people just kind of ignore it. Like, oh. and, and the argument's always, "Well, our last president wasn't any better." It's like, no, he definitely was. My gas was way cheaper. Gas is 309. And I have this theory that like, it's going to go up and then it's like Bitcoin. It goes up to a certain number. And then we're thinking, okay, this better be the top. And then it goes back down. And you're like, oh, back to oh, two. It's okay. Hey, it was at 299. Now it's 279. This is a fun week. And then it goes to 309 and it stays there permanently. What's happening, Zach? I, dude, I don't know. I've been watching crypto, though, because Bitcoin, the fucking bottom fell out. Did it, though? Like I, I love everybody panicking. Everybody's hitting panic buttons. Dude, in one month, it went from $51,000 to 36000 Yeah, I thought it went from forty three. I've been following it pretty close because I bought in at forty three and then it dropped 30 Because right oh, now, what's, what's it at? 38 right now? It's on it its, came up today. It's on its way back up. So my, my goal kind of is once it hopefully gets back up. And now people are... There are a couple of people that I follow who are trying to say, like, dude, it's it's gonna get up to sixty or eighty thou. Just you watch. It did this last time. Like some guy was showing me like it was almost like a flat earth video. He showed me like two graphs <laughs> and he drew like two triangles and he looked at like the camera and he goes, They're the same triangle. <laughs> and I was like, Whoa <laughs> I'm not selling. I'm not. I'm not selling. Like I was, he won me over just by like doing that, mo like because it was legit. Like he had like a, like a whiteboard or something, and he drew the two triangles and like literally looked at me like he solved the, he solved the the in, in Goodwill Hunting. He solved the problem on the board and wanted to brag about it. He like turned like, they're the same triangle. I was like, holy! Well, I'm shit. getting in as soon as it starts going back up. Why you got to go in now when it's down so your money's worth more in a week? No, I know it's. This is like the first day it's gone up. You're supposed to buy it when it's at rock bottom, dude. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to buy a couple thousand dollars worth, so I'm going to wait until it's like. Oh, you're going to buy a up. lot. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. not doing that. I'm throwing in 20s here and there. Throwing oh, a couple. No. A couple of Gino's. A couple of Gino's. Like 500 favorite, a month. Gino's favorite president, uh, Andrew Jackson. Throw a couple of those in there just to make sure that that, uh, you know, we're just keeping an eye on it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. I kind of. I'm falling in. I'm loving it. I don't know what a blockchain is. I don't know what any of this shit means. I, <laughs> what do you I, use for it to buy it? Oh, I'm I'm a normie. I'm I'm watching Coinbase. I'm all about Coinbase. I I think it's just the easiest one. It, you get free crypto just for being on it. You take the little classes, and I've made sixteen dollars. It's pretty sweet. I mean, it's the way to go. <laughs> now they give you sixteen dollars, but in the form of other cryptocurrencies, which you know, whatever. Thank you, Kevin, for pinning a message. You pinned dur because he was saying the difference in the triangle is time that's not what he told me uh. i wish he would have said that he didn't say that he just says you see these triangles and he like literally he drew like two things and he goes they're the same triangle <laughs> and i really wish like some awesome music had played like it was all oh, it was great i really wish it would have just been like it was the matrix for me like you guys don't get it you guys had to fucking be there it was the <laughs> best thing ever I, I witnessed it. I get it. Okay. You guys don't get this one. This one's for me. So okay. 
Yeah, I you gotta get it when it's rock bottom, dirt cheap. Like when it was at like twenty nine thousand, I, I was like trying to get my four hundred one k out. I was like, how do I give me this five grand? I need to put this money on the crypto. Like I was so excited, but I didn't do it, Zach. I waited. Well, I'm gonna wait a little bit, but I need to keep an eye. I should probably sign up and get a wallet so I can buy it when I want. Yeah, dude. Well, and uh, what's it called? C- cost averaging. <laughs> Once it starts going down, you buy more. Once it goes up, you sell more. I am so excited. This is going to be so fun. Um, <laughs> Tyler Splied in the chat says, Clay Thompson is cooking. Tonight is a massive event. It's the Mavericks versus the Golden State Warriors. I have not been paying any attention to the National Basketball Association. Typically, Christmas Day is a big basketball day for me. I watch basketball all day. That's where I learn players. Like Joel Embiid. Hmm, write this name down. Like I, I learned who the guys are on that day. I did not watch it on ba- on on Christmas. Here we are, thirty one days later. I've watched maybe two games this year, and by two games, I mean the fourth quarter of two Mavericks games. So I'm not watching basketball until LeBron retires. Oh, dude, you're gonna wait a while. That guy's not fucking going anywhere. Fr- well, fuck him. Yeah, I well, I just don't watch the Lakers, and I know that's like shocking to my my brother and. Uh, you know, he wants to do like he likes to do the NBA pod. Like he wants to talk to, about basketball with me and I just don't watch it anymore. Like, I really don't. I don't no. care. And I used to play when I was playing 2K20 and I was really excited to be Che. When I was Che, Geezy, I knew who was playing on teams. I knew who Daniel Tice was on the Celtics. OK, like, wow. I, I knew all the Celtics because that was the team that I was on. OK, and we were balling out of control. And then we won the championship. Right. And I, I'm at this big parade with the entire city of Boston. Right. And I say. We're going to do it again next year. Rizzo Gritvano says NBA sucks. V-Lees. No, you're just watching it wrong, Rizzo. You didn't watch Che, okay? This is me. <laughs> so I say, I'm going to win. I'm going to win the championship again from Austin. We get to contract negotiations, right? And I'm looking at the contract. And I go, that's not very money. Very money? That's not very money. <laughs> that's not a lot of money. So I try and get the, you know, I want more money. And they reject it. They say, if you don't give us something realistic, we're going to walk. So I like lowered the amount of monies that I wanted. And they were like, sorry, we're, we're done. We're done negotiating. And I'm like, whoa, I just want a championship for you guys. I'm with you guys. And you guys just kicking me to the curb? What is this? And, yeah, it was very sad. I signed with the Spurs. I played like 20 games, and I thought, you know what? Basketball sucks. Rizzo's right. That's exactly yeah. what I said. There's no more Shaq and Kobe's dead. Exactly. Basketball is dead. That is a good point. Once we lost Kobe, it did feel like a turn of the page. But – Ultimately, I really do. Uh, I will get into it once. I think once football's over, I've been loving football. Football's been so great. I've watched more hockey than I've watched basketball. That's for sure. Uh, Dude, I'm all in on fucking UFC. Although last weekend was so disappointing. Why was it disappointing? The Mexican dude lost. Is that why? <clears throat> it's supposed to be. No, not even. I wanted the other guy to win. I don't think he did win. I don't think he did enough to take the belt from him. But whatever. The Francis fucking fight was so boring really so oh my god no i love the francis that was fight. francis's first decision yeah but it was still a good fight no didn't he have a dis- oh no i guess he did lose to steep that one time not by decision right yeah what 
what what was exciting? TWFS says Jeezy didn't. Yeah, get it. there you go. You didn't get it. Oh, fuck. No, I swear you didn't get it. It was so. I mean, it was like gut wrenching. It's how I feel when I watch baseball. Okay, Ricardio says Jeezy didn't get it. No, oh, oh, Ricardio agrees with me this time. You didn't no. get it because it's literally one of these fights where it's it, for me it's heavyweights. When I'm watching heavyweights, it really is at any moment this whole thing could end. And then when Cyril gone was that his name when he went to throw the, when he went to throw that kick and uh, Ngannou caught him and did like a Mark Henry world strongest slam. That was the only good thing about that fight. Well, and then he's like, hold- and the fact that he didn't have an MCL. Like Kevin just said. He's working on, he's like working the mat. And I texted my brother who also loves UFC. He even says like, or I I even, he goes, what'd you think of the fight? And I go, Nganu can fight like Kamaru Usman. Heavyweights should be worried. Like that was my, (laughs) like, I don't watch UFC. I don't pretend to be like an expert. I just know who the, the stars are. And oh my gosh, that was such a great fight. Ngannou, in my opinion, like his best fight was against Stipe, where it was like Stipe's like long catch the buzz, fail to stay a chicken winner. I, like the Stipe fight was like he's just trying to run around, and Ngannou's gonna kill him. There's nothing that he can do to stop uh, Francis Ngannou, and he he wore him out until the championship rounds, and Ngannou was like, you could just tell, was like I can't do this, I can't do this. That didn't happen this time. It went five rounds, and Ngannou looked tough the entire time. This was like when you watch that that Stipe, that first Stipe fight to this fight, it was like wow. It was literally like it was like Neo. He forgot who he was, <laughs> and now he remembers again, dude. Well, I mean, that's great because you're never probably going to see fucking Francis again. <gasps> Why? Because of his MCL? No. Did, did you see fucking Dana left the building? They didn't even put the belt on him? Oh, no, I didn't see that. I thought he because had... Francis wants more money. Him winning the belt put him under a champion's clause for another year now. Sweet. So he's just going to sit the year out. I don't know this contract. Even Kevin in the chat is like, Vlitis doesn't know the contract. And we're all about the hashtags and the headlines. Dude, that's the whole fucking thing. He's pissed. Oh, this is amazing. This fight's incredible. You know, this fight is even better now. (laughs) Because now, like, see, now I didn't get it. Now you're blowing my mind here. There was this whole. So, yeah, Dana White left early, didn't put the belt on him. Some fucking random dude in a suit was there. He wasn't random. That was the that was head of talent relations. Sure, whatever. And so Francis, he wants to go fucking. They're trying to set up him versus Tyson Fury. Oh, I don't like this. I'm looking at three choices: USA Today, Daily Mail, or New York Times. We're like, what? None of those sound good. Isn't MMA junkie? Oh, I guess it's part of USA Today now. That sucks. Wow. All right, let's take a look. Oh, this is from yesterday. My friend Matthew Wells wrote this. Uh, Mark Hunt, which uh, yes, I remember him is no stranger to speaking up for himself, especially when it comes to dealing with the promotion he once fought for, the UFC. That's really wordy, Matthew Wells. Just say Mark <laughs> Mark Hunt knows controversy, okay? So Ngannou's successful title defense, Hunt hopes that the reigning champion will continue to speak up. Ngannou, uh, he completed the final fight on his contract by stepping inside the octagon and defeating Cyril Gone by unanimous decision. Since he retained his title, the contract was extended. But UFC and its champions still have much work, much to work through. And Ganu earned disclosed pay of six hundred thousand for his fight with Gan, a number that does not include pay-per-view points and other potential revenue. While the champ has expressed his gripes with his contract uh, extend beyond the paychecks, that has not stopped others from speaking up. Now I don't care what Mark Hunt says. So. <laughs> 
He earned a lot of money. I mean, 600K, that's not bad. Not bad for 25 minutes in the cage, bro. I, I think that's... Well, compared to what do they make in boxing? 30 million a fight? Hey, boxing draws. Draws, okay? You got to be a draw. This is like the WNBA. There's... there's... <laughs> <laughs> There's no way more people watch boxing than UFC. Look, I'm just. Is there? I don't know. Um, it seems like who do you talk to that like doesn't at least. But there's such a difference. Watch UFC every once in a while. Like once Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder have those fights, I under like even the the Mayweather and uh, Conor McGregor fight. Like that fight was such a draw. It was such an appeal, and. Us, the consumers buying it, probably isn't even worth as much as Wild Wings probably has a contract to show the fight. Hooters probably has a contract to show the fight. Because I remember yeah. listening to something to wrestle with where there were bars in Canada that were just like showing the Royal Rumble for 30, 30 bucks. They weren't charging like the commercial rights fees that you have to pay to be able to show this at your bar. And there's got to be so much money in boxing. And look, UFC is the same way. I mean, I've been to Wild Wings where they're like, 25 per table minimum <laughs> and i'm like minimum that's like two and a half beers i'm gonna do that easily why are you giving me why are you giving me two so yes i'm excited for this i i think uh now wh what is everyone saying what's kind of the what's 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 everyone thinking is this like a unanimous just paying ganu what he wants we'll figure it out later how does that work i don't know i i think I'm pretty sure what's going to happen is I think he already had surgery or he's having emergency surgery this week because oh, he doesn't knee. have an MCL. So he he's going to have it. an excuse to sit out for nine months anyways. So he's just he's not even going to fight. But how do their how do their contracts work? Because if I'm Dana, like are they do they get a downside guarantee? I know that everything I talk about is like wrestling. What's his downside so they, guarantee? Does he get paid? Does he get paid per appearance? Now, now, look, if I'm working a contract out, I need to know these competitors, we got to get the match in the ring. So I need to know that if I can get if I can get that big hoss, if I can get him in the octagon, I'm going to do it. And if I got to wait, well, that's okay. So tell me what's going on. So they basically own their rights. So, like, they'll sign a guy to a contract for X amount of fights. So he was up. This would have been his last fight on his contract if he would have lost. But because he won and he's got a champion's clause, he's under contract for another year. I don't think it's he has to like even do a fight in that year. But like they own their rights as fighters, so he can't go fight anywhere else for at least another year. But why would he want to go somewhere? Like that's the other thing I, I always question about UFC because I have heard this too. There are other guys that want to go fight in. I'm even seeing the names the, the the names of the other promos on the side here. Uh, what is this Legacy Fighting Alliance? They want to. Well, no, they don't. I mean, fuck, they don't want to go to another like maybe Pride or Pride's I don't know. dead. What are you talking about? One, that, what's the one? Oh, one FC. Yeah, one one F. Is it just called one, one championship? championship? Yeah, Eagle FC. That's Khabib's Bellator. Obviously, like Bellator is the new. That's just the other UFC, right? I mean, way lesser, obviously. But, but like it's it's to where. If he wanted to go fight Tyson Fury in this year, Dana would make a lot of fucking money, and he would have to let him sure go fight that. So but, I mean, look at what Connor did. How much richer is Connor than any other fighter because of that one fight with Mayweather? 
Well, if you make a name, if you make a name and you know you become a brand, which is what Mayweather, <clears throat> Mayweather, which is what McGregor did. Also, what Mayweather did. Yeah, too. Mayweather did it too. Clearly, but yeah, I think Ngannou's on that same path. I don't really necessarily think, like, I don't know why there would even be a dispute. Dana doesn't want to pay him, or Dana's just oh well, I gotta wait a year. Like, tough shit. You, he's waited before. I don't know what that means. Like what. Why wouldn't he want to wait? Doesn't absence make the heart grow fonder? This gives the opportunity for some of these other heavyweights to catch up, and then Aganu could beat him again for six hundred k. That's not that bad. Yeah, I don't know. It's that if you look at the top, there's not much. Uh, he's fucking beat everybody at this point. Well, that's why we need him to take a go and learn a new hold. Let somebody else come up. Yeah, go, you got to leave the territory, kid. We already seen enough. We got enough Dan Housen. We got to move along. So I think that's what we need to do with Ngannou. You give him a year off, let him rehab that knee. By that time, there's going to be a Shane Carwin or somebody new, like a shiny new toy. And the even the Cyril Gone was the only ten fights in. I never even heard of the guy. So, TWFS says Francis stinks. Gain will beat him nine out of ten times. See, and then the rematch. I think in a so year, too. Yeah, let's say Gain goes on a run here. Let's say he wins his next, <laughs> you know, three fights this year. I think he the next fight should be him and Stipe. Oh yeah, that would be great. I would love to see that. Like I, I, I think absolutely. Because there's nobody else. Like Derek Lewis is, I think third, and he gone just destroyed him. For the inner, did you see that fight? I, I, I saw the clips of it. Like I, I really was very surprised. It was embarrassing because I, I wanted Derek Lewis to win so bad, and I was. Derek Lewis even says though he's not fighting for titles. He doesn't want to go that long. Like he, he's just. I don't oh, know. he'll fight for titles if it's three rounds. Yeah, if it's three rounds, and I don't know. Come on, like, are we taking him seriously? Like, my brother was like, I was texting. He got the most knockouts ever. Yeah, in three rounds, and his balls was hot. I mean, he cuts a my and, balls was hot. Look, the kid cuts a hell of a promo. I understand. So I think that uh, look, I, I I don't think I don't know what the beef is. I, that's that's maybe my problem with this. Maybe I'm missing something. I'm sure Kevin will let me know on Vladis tonight. But yeah, I don't know what the real problem is. Dana just doesn't want to pay him or sign him I mean, yeah they just so i don't know I, he's he's I clearly dana, a huge draw dana is i understand from his standpoint he's probably like no i'm never renegotiating with anybody because then everybody's going to come out of the woodwork and want to renew renegotiate their contracts oh maybe so, like an nfl thing like he almost likes the idea that it's like no i don't i keep everything yeah, no you fucking sign this deal you got to play it out and then we'll talk once it's done yeah, but since he won the won that fight, now it just kind of extends, and he doesn't have an option to go back and renegotiate. Is that kind of what Ngannou is saying? Yeah, that's. I mean, he's locked in for another year, and he can't do anything. So his contract is uh, is active for another year. But he was saying there were stories of him saying like, "I had to borrow money for this camp, like just to get to this fight." He Francis Ngannou did. Yeah. Do a fucking Sprite commercial. What is? <laughs> why is he not? What does that mean? That's poor I management. Then I, I, I well, don't. But I think I don't think he can do a commercial. I'm pretty sure the UFC owns their fucking likeness. No, basically. I, I don't know about that. Like, no, I, I definitely. What UFC person do you see doing any promos that aren't UFC? The Lioness. I guess that's UFC. 
uh, I see Amanda Nunes doing all that fucking Modelo bullshit. Now, I know that that's brewed for those with a fighting spirit. So, yes. But Modelo maybe. is a partner of the UFC. Yeah, I know. But let's get. Uh, there's got to be another one. I, I, that's I don't... probably like the UFC is letting her go do that. And the UFC is probably making more money than she is. I don't watch all the fighters. I don't know the commercials. Stipe is probably in a fireman commercial somewhere. Like, I, like, I don't know all the things. But there's no way. I mean, you. There's ways to make money, even if you're under contract in the UFC. I mean, we got to see Masvidal was at AEW. Isn't that? Isn't he a contracted fighter? Yeah. Did he get paid for that? Yeah. No, he showed up on TNT <laughs> for a fucking publicity for nothing. These guys definitely make – they can make appearances at clubs and get paid 10K. Yeah, look, even in the chat, Kevin says, Francis can sell his Instagram posts, like Paige Van Zandt. Like, you can make money. Yeah, you can do sponsored. I When I train for my fights, I make sure that I use Total War by Redcon. Like, there's, well, I will, I'll look it up this week, and we'll talk about it next week. Thank you. Because now I'm fucking interested. Yes, because everybody it, bitches about it, how much money the UFC makes and the fighters don't make shit. Well, they don't have any. The fighters have. I know they have the risk of being in the cage, but I'm just saying, as a company, this UFC thing can go away tomorrow. Like it's a, that's always <laughs> how I felt about it. I love UFC. I remember watching it on Spike TV. I remember, like, I just it was always kind of like fun, and I think even Dana has that same mindset. Like this is fucking so on the like when Connor threw a, a, a chair at a bus, it was like, oh fuck, you just <laughs> you just killed the UFC. You just killed it. Look at what you did. Like I think that's exactly what happened. So he's just protecting his baby. I don't want to. These guys can make money. If if you're having a fight camp and running out of money, maybe you need to. You did something wrong there. Like that. He's a brand. Well, you can't like. There's a lot of like. You can't do any apparel stuff. Paige Van Zandt has an they OnlyFans. They all have to wear the what is what do they fucking wear now? Uh, Venom. Venom. Yeah, but you could still train in like Nikes on Instagram and post it there, can't you? Let's look at his I Instagram. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure. Francis. I'm going to remember to spell this one of these days. Francis. Uh, and then Instagram. He's got to be posting sh some shit. Like, I get hello fresh when I'm hungry as fuck. Like, I think that's exactly what I would do if I, like, look at all these YouTube ads that people are doing. This guy would doubt 3.6 million followers. The UFC is not paying him to post stuff. In the UFC 4 video game, I'm, like, promoting ice cream. I'm doing all kinds of fun shit. Now, look, this is a lot of UFC. He's not posting any ads. ESPN, the magazine, he got paid for that, I bet. What? Is he this... get paid to be in a fucking magazine? To be on the cover of ESPN, the magazine? No. I would say no, then. Fuck you. I'm not being on your magazine. You're saying everything he does is just for publicity, but nobody gets any money? Is this Fabletics? Look. Yeah, he's out there. He has to do it for the UFC. It's part of the <laughs> that was really loud. I didn't expect that. <laughs> This guy's Instagram is a real letdown. But look, he's drinking something here. What's this drink? Dude. This, this is fun. I, if you don't know me, I need your energy. High life, high life, high tide. Don't drown. Big breath. Take still. Stay cool when I'm down. Okay, so he's training hard. High five. Uh, energy. What's the energy drink? Look, Fight Week powered by At Noko USA. I mean, what's that? He's probably that's probably not sponsored by UFC. Dude, here we go. UFC endorsements and business ventures. Beyond direct payment from the UFC, UFC fighters also earn money from endorsements. 
These include deals organized by the UFC itself and individual sponsorships. So and individual. Bold. So look, NOCO, No Carbs Company. He's making money here. They're not paying enough for his fight camp. What the hell's wrong with NOCO? I don't know, dude. 600K is a lot of money. What What do these fight camps look like? Does he, <laughs> yeah, need, to, does he need to sleep three hours in a hyperbaric chamber like Daniel Bryan? <laughs> what is this? I don't, I don't know. He's a fucking millionaire and he's complaining about it. I, I try and look I, like that's what I mean. I try and hear everyone's side out. Like I'm sure there's hundreds of people, hundreds, <laughs> only hundreds, that are screaming like Dana White's corrupt, he's awful. But then I think like I want to hear what's awful about what he's doing. From what I heard, he just paid a guy six hundred K to fight. It's not like he needed a college degree for that. Now it's very hard and I, I respect it. It's very entertaining. Pay per view sales, he should get points from that, I guess, right? I mean, you put his name on the fucking they do. poster. They do. I was just reading that. They get a dollar. It was like three tiers. For the first like 400,000 views, they get a dollar for every view. Then 400 to six, it's like $2 a view. And then over that, it's $3 a view. Oh, so if Ngannou's pissed, it should be mad at me. So either well, way. They get like the fight bonuses. They get knockout bonuses or fight of the night bonuses. Yeah, money's being thrown about. And I, like like I said, a fight camp, which, I, what is that, four months? Like, I just don't know where why 600000 They also get the performance center for free. There's so people the that train at Moeller MMA and pay to work out there. So I don't understand <laughs> what the issue is here. So. Uh, we'll have to crack the code on that next week, right here on hashtags and headlines. I will be, I'll be here next week. I think it's the week after. I will be in Hawaii. Uh, let me see. Let me confirm that. The first, the eighth. No, we got two more weeks until Hawaii. The fifteenth. I will not be here, ladies and gentlemen. So yes, we have a vacation coming up. I'm going to Hawaii. We'll get into that as the day approaches. We'll wear Aloha shirts one of these times. I bet <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun, Zach. But real quick before we go, Scream Five. You said it was good. Is it like if I don't remember any of the screams, is it worth going to see? Yeah, you should watch the other screams because there's a lot of <sighs> there's a lot of like they used music from the original and cool way it was a good fucking movie i was it was good i heard they didn't fuck it up i heard david arquette on my cousin's podcast and it was kind of interesting to hear him you know talk about he's most known for scream and i guess as like a wrestling fan no way like he's <laughs> no known way. he's known as not even wcw champion for me he's known as ready to rumble like i watched that oh, movie yeah. a lot as a kid so i just whenever i see like sean sugar daddy dawkins and, and uh like, for some reason, of course, now I can't remember his fucking name. But either way, I just thought, okay, this guy's the best. And Eight-Legged Freaks was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Scream was just kind of, I don't know, it was the mainstream bullshit. Like, I'm more of an insane clown posse guy, you know? Yeah. It was fucking Gordy. Good. Holy shit. I could not remember his name. I had to, like, yell <laughs> it as soon as it hit my head. Yeah, it was good. I did not disappoint. Was they Nev Campbell? Really did Nev Campbell look great or what? always dude come on i was shocked dude the best part i don't know if i told you this they fucking the preview isn't what happens in the movie oh so uh sophie so ortega scenes from the preview either changed like directly or they made it seem like that scene was something it's not. Uh, you sound like the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. They changed so it. They changed, they changed it. It was going to be one well, way. It was like a Marvel trailer where they changed it on purpose to keep you fucked. That is true. They they uh, I like that, though. I, I do appreciate when people go that extra mile for me. So well, what I'm going to do, Zach, is I'm going to take a little breaky. We're going to take a little break. And when I come back 
Oh my gosh. I'm going to be joined by Kevin Scampoli. I'm going to be joined by Gino. Uh, we have to talk about the TWFS 100 of 2021. Uh, Geezy, I don't know if you heard, Karrion Cross is number 100. Uh, is there any wrestlers that you would fight for who might not have made the list? Who's your guy? Uh, Stone Cold. Oh, Stone Cold. I watched some TikTok today. It was so infuriating. Some guy, it was like, eliminate one legend from each row that you know can't exist in WWE. And the row had like Cena, Undertaker, and Stone Cold. And the guy was just so quick. Like I can't imagine WWE without Cena and Undertaker so Stone Cold. Oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I was bro. like, that can't be real. <laughs> like, why would you say that out loud? Like, and now that now it's, I can make arguments for getting rid of Cena. I can make arguments for getting rid of Taker. But come on, Austin. Let's let's make <laughs> sure Austin's fine. one of the guys we don't touch. I think that would be the wisest decision. It would be hard for me to pick between Cena and Taker, but I, never would I take Stone Cold out. Yeah, never. <laughs> great. Yeah, <laughs> never would I just assume like, well, clearly Austin, I mean, he was only there for a couple years, didn't really do much. I got to get rid of him. Like, no, clearly <laughs> he's very, very important. So let's ride off into that glorious sunset, Zach. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we'll, we'll have to touch base. I, we'll do this again next week, you know, same time. You know, let's do it one more time. How's that sound? Sounds good, dude. Happy birthday, bro. Oh, thank you. It is my birthday. I'm 31, and we'll be right back after this. Later. See, it's going to be awesome, dude. I'm so excited. Can't believe I'm 31. It like, came out of nowhere, you know?